When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traders, Gil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining. If you guys are brand new, this is a podcast that comes out three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, sharing my trading journey with you guys, not only how I'm growing as a trader, but kind of the inspirational and influential stories that I receive on a day-to-day basis just by working with aspiring traders such as yourself. Now, real quick, if you haven't done so already, please make sure you leave this podcast a review and a rating, especially on iTunes, and also make sure you uh, you share the show. Now, today, I want to discuss a question that really came from the new Trading Coach podcast group that we have on Facebook. If you're not a member already, just uh, type in a little search thing, the Trading Coach podcast, look for the group, join, as it's a place where I kind of like to generate discussions, not only on podcast episodes that have come out, um, but also getting ideas for future podcasts. And a trader wrote in, he said, hi, everyone. I've been following Keel for some, uh, for quite some time now, recently got really interested in personal development. I would like to retain as much as possible from what I read and implement it in my daily life. Have any of you managed to find a method or technique that allows you to remember and use more of what you read? I journal daily. I tried writing down some key ideas, but it turned into copying pages from the book at a time. Any feedback is welcome. Um, They also ask for book recommendations. And this is a topic that I've covered many times because I'm the same way. I, I have a a problem retaining information, right? I, I have the shiny thing syndrome. So as soon as I learn something, I, I zone out and I forget about it. And then I read something else as I was going through this kind of stage of just acquiring as much information as possible, especially on auto uh, audiobook. And I didn't really take in what I was learning. And I see this with a lot of the traders I work with as well, right? We, we just got out of a meeting planning for um, a trading workshop. By the time you guys are hearing this podcast, it has already passed. Um, It was called the Bridging the Gap Workshop. And um, we talk about the the type of trader we get, and we always talk about how we want to deliver the content. We do the same thing for the course material on our website, but we talk about how to deliver it in a way in which it can be retained, right? Because you know, there are sites out there like Baby Pips, right? Baby Pips is a great site, lots of information there, but the problem is it's not really taught in the right way. It's information, but it's like uh, consuming from a fire hose, right? A lot of water is coming at you at a very, very fast rate. And out of the percentage of the water that flies out, you're only able to drink a little bit of it. It doesn't really help you as a trader. 
I know that personally, I went through the same thing when I was learning to trade where I, I, I vultured, right, uh, circling YouTube and, and books and whatnot for the longest period of time, trying to acquire as much information as possible, thinking to myself that, well, the more information I acquire, the better I will become. And what happened is I just essentially got information overload. I got so many different um, ideas and tips from different people doing different things. that I couldn't really put it together in a usable way. Um, by the way, right, if you guys hear some noise in the background, I have my solar installed this week. So don't mind the drilling, the random crashes or anything like that, right? I'm trying to get off the grid as quick as possible. But a year or so ago, it might have been a few years ago, right? Time flies. Um, I actually wrote an article um, talking about how to retain as much information as possible. I'll, I'll share the, the link to that article in the show notes below. I'll, I'll put, a, um, put it on the Facebook group page as well. But basically, I, I laid out a period, uh, period uh, a pyramid that was from um, basically a learning period, right? It was developed back in like the, the 1960s by the, uh, the, the NTL Institute, right? So the, I think it's the National something. I don't remember what it stands for, but it's, it's smart people doing smart stuff and giving you smart information. Um, but essentially, the pyramid looked like this. It was a pyramid of how much information you retain. And at the very top of the pyramid was 5%. So, right, you, you retain the, the smallest peak, right, if you can imagine it, it was 5%, right? People retained 5% of what they learned from a lecture, right? So from hearing something. So when you just hear something, like an audiobook, you typically retain 5% of it. Now, think about what 5% is, right? Think about if, I, if you laid 100 pennies on the floor. I use this example because we're, we're, we're teaching my money about... Uh, teaching my money, uh, teaching my kid about money. Again, I just got out of a meeting, so I'm a little bit brain dead right now, but teaching my kid about money. So I'm 100 pennies on the floor, right? You that, That's all the information that you took from the audiobook that you listened to or a lecture or whatnot, right? And just take away 95 of those pennies. That's what you retained later, right? Does that put things into perspective? Not too much. Essentially, you wasted your time. Now, next in that pyramid is... 10%. People retain 10% of what they learned from reading. So when you read it, you retain a little bit more from than just hearing it. And I'm a big reader because it, it's, you know, something about, you know, I tend to zone off when I when I listen, but something about physically turning the page, right, kind of snaps me back into the zone. Um, and maybe it's because I get confused by words as well. So I got to think about what does that word actually mean? But you retain a little bit more from reading. Going down, right, some 5% um, of hearing, 10% of reading, 20% from an audio and visual presentation. So when you hear something and you see it, you retain 20%, right? So now we're getting a little bit more, right? 80 pennies gone, 20 pennies still in your pocket. 30% when you see a demonstration, right? We like to call that, hey, buddy, I'm doing a podcast right now, okay? I'll be out later. I'll be out later, okay? I will come out later. I got to finish this podcast. People are expecting it. <laughs> My little guy just came home. Um, so 30% of what they learn from a, a demonstration. So I, I, in, from a teaching perspective, this is what we like to call practical application, right? This is something for you guys that have been through the courses. I do at the end of all my courses, right? I, I teach you a lesson, I talk to you, I walk you through it, I show you some visuals of it, right? And then we go right into practical application where I take what we taught you and then I show you it in the market, right? I show you, I say, hey, this is whatever concept, 
Here's what it looks like in the market. And typically in the market, it looks a little bit different. And then we train that way as well. So a demonstration, right? Not just, you know, a, a, a PowerPoint presentation of how to build the bike, but we're actually getting out there and building the bike, right? Or I'm showing you how to build the bike, for example. So 30% of a demonstration, right? Next is 50%. 50% of what they learned when engaged in group discussions. And that's one of the reasons I want to start the Trading Coach Podcast group. I mentioned this many times before, but um, a good friend of mine, Bob Vasile, right? We just did the podcast, The Six Pillars of Success. He is kind of in the experimental uh, group of a new project that TED Talks is working on called TEDx Circles, where they're taking the TEDx message because, again, the, the TEDx, if you haven't heard TED Talks, right? Some of the most inspirational, motivational, empowering messages in the world. I mean, this stuff, this stuff gets to you but then you forget about it, right? I personally can only name one TEDx talk or two um, that I remember. And one of them is because I was part of a TEDx circle and I discussed it. The other one because I did a, a, a trading coach podcast about it. So we're not retaining this information. So what TED did is they started TEDx circles where they can get people together and they can discuss it, right? Group discuss it because you're when you discuss something, you're kind of practically applying it. I don't know about you guys, but have you ever been in a meeting, right? Typically when we have an example, where do we pull that example from, right? Some type of personal experience. Hey, hey, I, I remember when I did this, right? When I remember when I did that, right? So when you're, you're, you're getting the information, it's going in your head. You're now thinking about it, you're saying, okay, how does this apply to me? How am I practically applying this to my life? And then you're spewing it back out to other people in a way that makes more sense. And, and I say it's in a way that makes more sense because we, we always retain more information. We always understand stuff better when we can kind of personally apply it, right? When it fits something that we have experienced, it's easy for us to understand that way. Um, so that's 50% of, you retain 50% of what you uh, took in when you engage in group discussion, right? 50 pennies gone, 50 pennies less left. Now, Next number, getting to the bottom of the pyramid, 75%. You retain 75% of what you practice, right? Uh, when you practice what you've learned. So it's kind of like practical application, but not just seeing it practically applied, but doing it yourself. And again, for you guys familiar with the courses we do, at the end of each training session, what do I say? I say, hey, you, hey, you, before you shut off this video, here's what I want you to do. I've got some homework for you. I want you to go into the market. I want you to find 10 bullish examples. I want you to find 10 bearish examples. I want you to find 10 winners. I want you to find 10 losers, right? So I'm giving you 40 items that you need to find, right? And when you go in and practice it, you're learning it, right? You're, 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 it's repetition, but right away in a, in, a, in a practical sense. And then lastly, 90%, and this is why I think I've evolved as a trader over time, you retain 90% of what you learn when you teach it to someone else or you use it immediately right? So for me, teaching it to someone else is big, right? And I always encourage our community at tier one to be teachers. I, I encourage that our experienced traders and maybe even non-experienced traders help out the newer traders. And it's not just to provide help and, and benefit to those who are coming in looking to learn. That's great. But it also helps you learn, right? Because at some point, you're going to get a question from a newer trader. Hey, what do I do when this happens? And to answer that question, you're going to have to think about it. You're going to be like, what? Okay, I know how I do it, but how can I explain it to someone that may not know this terminology? So you're kind of rehearsing it and, and putting it through your head over and over again so you can find a way to teach it, not only in a way that makes sense to you, 
but a way that makes sense to someone else. And that, that takes a lot of work, right? You ever try, uh, you know, think about those games like charades where you have to explain stuff without talking. Um, you just have to do body movements, right? That's hard. You kind of got to think about, okay, well, how it's, it's easy to say it, but how do I get my message across when I have to be nonverbal or something like that? Um, so 90% of that. So one of the responses that I got from the question, uh, Catherine actually said, she said, for me, repetition is key. I've never, uh, never been a fan of books, but I listen to audiobooks, podcasts, such as the Trading Coach Podcast, of course, motivational videos on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, every day. It has helped me to change the perception on life, minimize stress, and be more optimistic and open to new ideas. The implementing part is the hardest, changing habits, right? Personally, I go about it by changing for the best one thing at a time. I can't find it right now, but I always have in mind the tier one trading image representing uh, that you will tend to be the best version of yourself if you change 1%. That's a good point. I forgot all about that. Um, at the time for a best. I also strongly believe in the power of visualization. Um, so I keep a green uh, dream board. Excuse me. So a few things Catherine is doing right here. One is a dream board, right? It's right there in your face. I forgot who said this, but I read it in a book the other day um, about visual cues for motivation and goal setting where, you know, uh, my wife does this actually. She has little post-it notes and, and, and pictures all over her office reminding her of her goals, like little affirmations and stuff like that. So every time she comes downstairs, boom, she sees it. She actually made one for me. It's a sign that says, turn the alarm off because I'm the first one that wakes up in the house. I often forget to turn the alarm off. She leaves, it screams, I get in trouble, right? I have another one that I made for the trash too because again, you don't want to miss those days, uh, especially with a, a diapered kid in the house. But that's a great idea, a dream board, putting up your goals, putting them out there, creating images, right? So you're not just, you know, they're not just on a, a scribbled on a notepad somewhere. You have a visual image. You can associate it with something, whatever that may be. Also, taking action right away. Again, that's key. If, if there's something that you want to make a habit, if there's something in your personal development that you want to change, force it into your daily ritual, right? Right. If it's going for a walk every day, right, start going for a walk every day. Find time to do it. Create time. Wake up 15 minutes early. If you want to do, um, I remember a year or so ago, I did a push up challenge and I made it a routine. I said, OK, I take a 13 minute break, a two 13 minute breaks, two or three every day in the live room. All right. During that 13 minute break, I'm going to get at least 50 push ups in or 25 push ups, at least 50 uh, sit ups in. And it became a habit. I started implementing it right away. And then before you knew it, it became a habit. Put it in there right away, right? Practically apply it, practice it. Um, and if it's something else, maybe it's something you're not personally doing, do it, doing, teach it to someone else. Discuss it. You know, find a friend, find someone that is willing to listen and say, hey, I have this idea. I want to let you know, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Um, right? Talk to it about, uh, talk to it with someone else. I'm, I'm trying to find a message right now on my computer, but one of my best friends just uh, sent me a message about a politician. He had this plan on um, how everyone should be given uh, $1,000 uh, every month. And he was just like, you know, well, what do you think about this? Didn't ask me any of the questions. I said, watch this. What do you think? Right. And it was a way to, to kind of take something that he had all his on his mind, share it. And then we ended up having a great discussion on it. So I think those are great ideas. Real quick, just the power of 1% change. I, I haven't said this example in a while, but um, imagine yourself, right? Picture yourself where you're at right now. 
And imagine if you were to walk in a straight line, right? You can, if, if you have like a, a matter of fact, do this. It, it, find a, pause if you need to, find a paper and pencil, right? Find a paper and pencil. If you've got a smartphone that you can draw on, do it on that, right? Draw a dot, that is you. And I want you to draw a horizontal line, a horizontal line and connect the dots, right? A straight path, right? That is the path that you are currently on, right? You're going straight forward where you are at. Now, Take that first dot and imagine if you can just change it by 1%, right? 1% to the right or 1% to the left and then redraw that line. That line's going to be in a different place, is it not? Now imagine that line over years and years and years, right? A single 1% change is going to land you in a completely different spot than you were before that 1% change. And hopefully if that 1% changes for the better, then that change overall is going to be for the better. Now imagine if you do a 1% change every day, right? Imagine if you add multiple 1% changes to your life. You're going to be in a completely different place. Chances are you're going to be a completely different person, right? Not only days, right? Because it's going to be a very small, you know, a, a very unnoticeable impact at first, but think weeks, think months think years right it's really no different than the power of compounding right for you guys that have uh, been trading you're starting to see consistent profits right a lot of the times traders look at profits right away and be like man i didn't really make much i mean but i had a 25 percent year that, that's nothing but then right 30 years down the road you look at all those 25 percent years compounded and man you're in a your account's in a completely different place you start by buying an individual stock or investing in an individual fund with a small amount of money, right? You invest $100, right? Really not gaining much in the market for $100. But you consistently, right, invest $100 every month, every quarter, right? Fast forward 30 years down the road, think about all the shares that you've acquired. Think about all the profit that you've hopefully made, right? Those small changes make the massive differences. That's the, the Kaizen philosophy that I adapted when I first started trading. You can definitely do that in your life, but you got to implement it. You got to do it right away. And if you want to retain information, the easiest way to do it is to do it. Don't wait. See how you can fit it into your life. Throw it in there. Force it until it becomes a habit. And then once it becomes a habit, work on the next thing.